0: Yeah. What it do? I was on mute. It is Friday. You know how we do. In between time, when you get off, when you way to the club, whatever the club looked like with, you know, whatever it looked like in COVID, This our time to talk. On that ride home, you can pull it up. You can listen to it in your car. I don't care how you do it, but you know, we got to have time to talk a little bit. 5.30 to 6.30 every Friday up until sometime when my producer tell me, to stop doing these things. But I'm having fun. So it is election time, man. Early voting's going on around the country. We doing all the things we need to do. I need somebody to talk to me about it. If you want to join me, come on. Connect with me on the uh, chat. Let me know. We might bring you on in to tell me about your experience in usually i'm not suited and booted but you know i'm in school and i have an i have a presentation due that's directly after this so i was like well you're gonna get me a shirt and tie today and i apologize that i'm all formal and i ride home but i still got work to do so it is what it is the program is stressing me out who decided that this was the right thing to do to go back and get a doctorate but i know there's people watching me i know people uh, who is calling me? Tell him to leave me alone. Tell my brother to leave me alone doing my show. He knows it's 5 30. Why is he calling me? So, lucky it's 5 30, man. Come on the show if you want to talk to me. I can't talk to you right now, but let me know how your uh voter experience has been going. If you are in Maryland and you want to get the voter information the updates, you can go to uh the stream that's down low on my ticker vote 411org slash Maryland and you will get all that good stuff. We have a great show today. I got one of my friends who is a breast cancer survivor and I want her to tell her story. And she's been dodging me for about a week so I'm gonna mess with her about that. But I'll bring that in soon. I also invited another young lady to talk about some of the things that's going on around the county because I think she's at a um, at an event right now. She said she would join me. I appreciate her for that. So she can talk about some of that get out and vote stuff or where you can go, how it's looking like on the polls, what the lines look like, all that good stuff. So like you do on every Friday, you know it's not a political show. We talk about anything that goes. So ain't no sports this week. So I guess oh, we can talk about the uh, Dodgers winning the World Series. But other than that, OK, I don't know. But let's bring in our guests. Let's get her introduction. Let her tell her about herself. I know she nervous, but it's okay. It's Friday. We know. We know how we do. <laughs> hey, ma'am. How are you? Hello. How are you? I can't complain. I can't complain. I'll let you introduce yourself first, then we get to do with that horrible hat in the back would we'll get, we'll get him to introduce himself. But look, everybody that comes on the show, they have to tell you know tell people how you know me and say something nice, nothing mean, or I'm going to have a producer cut you off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, my name's Lakeisha, everybody call, knows me as Kiki. Um, met Antoine several years ago uh, at Livingstone through a mutual friend,
0: and we've been kicking it ever since. <laughs> Ever since,
1: yeah,
0: I right, the big head dude behind you, he can introduce himself. That's my man here. I uh, I'm
2: Thaddeus Harris. Um, well, I know we go back to LC oh, Blue Bears, you know how we do. Hey, now we do. Hey, thank y'all <laughs> both for
0: coming on, man. I appreciate it. I know, I know, Keisha. I know, I'm sorry, Kiki, because this is I know I'm in tie, but I'm gonna go Kiki because I, <laughs> I, I, I know that this is uh out your comfort zone, but. This is the last show of the month. It's Breast Cancer Month. So I had to ask you to come on and share your story because I'm I'm happy for you. I love you. I'm glad you are Thank where you, you are. I remember this process. I know it was tough on you. So I just wanted you to share a little bit. And then we'll go into some of the light stuff and we'll talk there. OK.
1: Uh, so uh, last Saturday, the 24th, uh, was my third year anniversary. So I'm three years strong. Um. My process, well, the mammograms and everything started out. I started getting mammograms at the age of 40. I uh, went for the first one, and I they told me, of course, you know, they really have nothing to go off of. So, more than likely, I would get a call back. I went at 40, got a call back. Um, they checked out. Everything was okay. I went back. Well, no, at 40, I had to follow up. And then when I went back for the follow up six months later, everything was fine and nothing was there. So 41 was fine. 42 rolls around and. Um, right before my diagnosis, I had went for my yearly female checkup and actually my gynecologist actually found the not doing his um, process. So I went ahead and got the appointment scheduled. Um, and he, um, and then of course, when I went for the, um, mammogram, I was told that I could either reschedule because things didn't look good. Things didn't look right. So I could either reschedule and come back or I could wait 15 to 20 minutes and they had an appointment that was open. So of course I stayed. they did the uh, biopsy. I got those reports that was on a Wednesday that following Friday, I got the, news that i was uh, i did have breast cancer uh in my right and my left breast um so that's where the process started i chose because it was just it was really just in one area and they gave me the option i could have done the uh mastect- mastectomy or the lumpectomy i chose the lumpectomy because it was just in one uh, in one area uh, then went and had the uh, my reason for the lumpectomy because I did have the um, testing done to see if it was genetic. So, of course, it wasn't genetic. Um, everything that uh, went from there, it was a uphill battle for me. I went through the lumpectomy on the 24th of um, October 2017. Then I healed from that. I was diagnosed at the time stage two breast cancer because when they did go in to do the actual lumpectomy, they put this type of dye in it just to check around. And um, I had 12 lymph nodes removed. Mm -hmm. It was in that area. So it was actually very, it was rapid. Um, Because I went from two years of nothing to it being there and uh, stage two. So um, I started my chemo the Thursday after Thanksgiving of that year. Went through four strong rounds of chemo. And then I did, I chose to do 12. I could have done another four rounds of strong, but I chose to do 12 weeks of chemo once a week. Um, and then started radiation and right where he is right now that's where he was the whole time whole
0: time that's yeah. what that, that's we we know him we're gonna get to him in a second because <laughs> like, like, we, we know how this dude is for a uh, long time now but I'm um, listen i know it's a lot of people out here that's gonna watch this that's going to you know, that needs to understand that that appointment saved your life. Like, if yes. you're going out yes. there, getting those appointments, getting those checks from your gynecologist and everybody else, it, it, it saves your life. It saved yeah. you early enough where you knew that you had to go do some things. Like, yes. You know, I was praying from you for a far. Like, nobody wants to reach out and say, there's nothing I could do for you but pray and make sure right. that i wish it. So, I, like, every step of the way, I'm looking like, okay, okay, all right, I see it. We're still tracking. All right, everything's good. So like when uh, when Felicia said, hey, we need to have somebody on for breast cancer, I was like, I know exactly who to call. I got a survivor who's strong. I know a brother behind her who's strong. Let's, let's rock with it. So that's good. So that that's that's interesting, man, because I would never want to have to do that in my life. Like I'm about to cry now and think about it. Like I wouldn't want to do that. So how, how, how did that go for you? Like I, know, like, I know you just said that there, like, I'm a douchey. I'm a cry in the closet. I
2: had my moments um, where emotionally I was drained, but I couldn't show my emotion because I had to be strong for her. Right. The process of, I guess the, the process for me was, it was something that I couldn't fix. And you know, that male ego that we have, there's a problem, how can we fix it? And this was something that I couldn't fix. The I know once she was diagnosed, that was possibly one of the, those three, three weeks were the hardest for me to lay beside her and hear her cry out, asking God, why me? What have I done to deserve this? And I think emotionally that was the toll on me because she's in a vulnerable state and there's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing that I can say to remotely calm her nerves or put her in a different position to think differently so it was a lot of processing that i had to do as a being a support to change the narrative of her to say that you're beautiful you're strong so every day it was something different that i was doing to try to be a a sense of encouragement so i think for her the shocker came again when she started to lose her hair and i would make jokes about it like hey ball head twins you know we yeah let's do it yeah. head that head done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> So ain't nothing new for you right so <laughs> it, it was it was a different sense that i had to make things in, interesting and fun to let her know that hey, you're still beautiful your hair doesn't define you it doesn't define you your character and who you are defines you so it was just more or less me being creative and supportive at the same time so through this whole ordeal I only missed two appointments and that was because of things that was going on at the work when I was at the school system that I couldn't get. But with the support system that she had and her mom and the other team members that we had, people was able to step in and fill in the gaps. A couple of appointments that I know me and mom, we fell in like that together. Yeah. <laughs> the two that you <laughs> we, we took the laptop, we took the tablet. So in the process of going through the chemo, we were watching movies, we was- eating We were still food. eating, doing whatever we did. Yeah. Um, but it was never a moment to where I let her soak in in that moment. Yeah, and, hey, that's good. My that's
0: another process on the male side of things that that we don't take in consideration when you love somebody that you really have to love them no matter what. And some of the things that you got to put on yourself with vulnerable, being vulnerable, being there for them through thick and thin, you're like all this stuff. Matters, you know. I ain't realizing when I was eighteen. Now that I'm forty something, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I see process. Process. yeah, I see the process of why your mom and your grandma would tell you, boy, do better. But man, I, I commend you because I know most guys probably couldn't mm-hmm. handle some of that, like yeah. as a as a man and as a person. You know, I I've known you for a long time, so always been that type of guy. So if she did. She couldn't have had a better person beside her during this process, outside your mama, you know, all them yeah. people. Just understanding that who you are for this process. It was it was a great match, and God knew what he was doing to get you through it. Y'all still rolling. We still here. We miss homecoming. I'm a little upset about that. But oh, yeah. you know, we, when they when they get back and popping, we'll we'll be there. Okay. So so okay, now I'm the light stuff, right? So I got a lady coming on later. I don't think she's in the broadcast yet. But she's going to come on and talk about some of that, uh some of the stuff we, we did uh back in the county, we get out and vote. I got to do that for the people that live around here. But for <laughs> us, did y'all go to the virtual homecoming?
2: No. No.
0: no I didn't do it. So this will be the first homecoming I missed in 15 years. So I'm really, really not, not, feeling, not feeling that at all. So I don't know. Oh, okay. She over here giving me notes and stuff. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everybody's saying hi to y'all, so you know you're going to have the whole uh support system on this y'all in a minute. and <laughs> They're going to be all shouting y'all out, so watch the ticker. Say hey to whoever. I saw two earlier. You say hey. Hey, Miss Gaines. You? Hey,
2: they asking what virtual homecoming. Hey, I didn't
0: know oh, the- oh, see, Missed it out. I almost, well, I knew it. It came through my email. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. Plus, they didn't call me to host anything. How y'all don't call me to host anything? I, I'll tell i call Slim later and be like, she ain't called me to host a, a party <laughs> or anything. And I don't preach. So did y'all go, did y'all go vote yet? It's, yes. yes. How so, was the lines and process down y'all?
1: I actually just went today. Okay. Um, but, uh and it wasn't bad. I went not to the main. Um, early voting spot I went to in Spencer and I waited maybe 30 minutes so mm-hmm. it too bad but the line it, and it's a good thing because the lines at the main early voting spot here in Salisbury is been crowded every time I go by right there at the mall every time I go it's been
0: crowded yeah this, this is a, this big, everybody voting yeah everybody voting I'm glad it's glad to see yes. we'll see how right. this thing turned out it's going to be
2: interesting so oh, yeah, I, I talked to Mr. Paper last week, and he yeah. sent a message saying that he was he was working the polls in Charlotte. He said that he, he's amazed at the number of young African American males that are turning out. Before. So apparently, somebody's taking a liking to really get the word out that our voice is needed right. this, amongst the. African American male. So I
0: just had a conversation with one of my cousins. My co- I tried to get him to come on. He's not. He don't have breast cancer, but he is going through cancer. He just finished his chemo, his chemotherapy, and he's going to have his surgery removed. I tried to get him to come on today and talk to us, but he was like, "Nah, he's still not comfortable with the bald head, so he still just got." But to- <laughs> <laughs> I love my milk, dude. I gotta go back, he, baby. But he can't. But he used to having dreads, so he his thing was going down his back. So now. He getting, getting ready to have new look, So I was like, okay, if you don't come, I get it. But I was talking to him earlier about that same thing, about us as Black males getting out and voting, getting to understand. And I was telling him, like, the process of, and I told him I wouldn't say this live, but I'm going to say it anyway. So <laughs> I said, the process that we don't get as, we get now at 40 that we didn't get at maybe 20 is these things affect us for years to come right so if you keep on letting older people make decisions for you now when you get old those decisions still gonna roll over and you had no chance of being able to set yourself up for life because some of the decisions that these jokers made 20 years now affecting affected us in our 40s some of these taxes some right. of these laws, some of this stuff like so now if you like i said i told somebody I, if when i get elected because i'm gonna get elected to something when i get elected again I'm not going to stay in, in, in my seventies because I'm out of touch. Like that just doesn't make sense. I can, go consult, I can go raise another brother up. I can do whatever. Cause I got the experience and the knowledge to be able to pass it on, but to right. be connected with the next generation, man, that's a, that's a young man's sport. Like you gotta be able to let them turn over the baton and do their thing and run with it. And, and I ain't afraid to sit back and tell nobody about that. Like, no, I need to sit down somewhere or move on and start training other people to come up. Not saying don't let your legacy die or don't you know stop doing what you're doing because you experience that. And still teach it, but don't be sitting in these offices to you 90, 95 years old.
2: And that's right. that's crazy. I think some of the dilemma with with the millennials with this young population of African American males, none of them see themselves living past 30. So it's a different. Mine because of all the craziness that's going on so i guess changing them to want better in that you do have a life beyond 30 but it's you altering some of your decision making and choices especially for those that have kids that it's a different narrative yeah. so the is different. but a lot of them they don't see themselves making it past 30 because of the lifestyle that they live like in in our area we've seen so many Young
0: males not making to their twenty fifth birthday. Yeah, yeah, and I tell, trust me. I it, it, that was that statistic when I was eighteen. I know we was fighting the same statistic that like just making it past your eighteenth birthday was a goal. Right. Like, getting out of high school was a reward. Like, so I, I get it. I get it. I, like I said, I didn't think about these things. These things now, it's it's crazy. Okay. Hey, hey, hey Kiki, I had uh two weeks ago, right? I had on um, four four black women that always pursuing doctoral degrees. Uh-huh. And they were talking just this discussing about the uh the demasculation of a man the back in the day, having black women go get education and do most of the work while men were being incarcerated and things like that, right? So I'm going to ask Dad about this, but how did having knowing the black man that's behind you and the support that he gave you, how you feel about all that good stuff? Like, you you feel like it's still a cycle of that, even though because I know we're going through this voting aspect and all this stuff. Do you feel like that cycle still still pertains today?
1: Um, yeah, I do feel like there are more out that are trying to break that cycle. It's become something that they do realize. And um, there are more that are trying to change that. I mean, you even have some that, I mean, it may have taken incarceration, but you do have a few of a select group that, you know, once they do the incarceration time, they come out and they do have a different mindset. And it's like, hey, I don't want this to happen to you. And try and, you know, direct, some of the younger generation in the right path i mean they're not i don't i feel like there are more in this day and age that um have have attempted and did break the cycle but you know of course i still there's always room for more yeah that's
0: yeah of course Hey you got any tips for us to how to be supportive men because i'm still <laughs> learning you got any tips okay.
2: Fella, this is an a ongoing thing um, that I share with my clients in the office, man. Just understand what the boundaries, expectations, and the consequences of setting limits through communication. Got to be able to openly and effectively communicate and learn what each other's communication style is. You know, we still a work in progress because we ain't got it all figured out. Right. We almost nine years in, fella, and we still have bumps in the road in regards to communication. But it's a process. It's, it takes work. If you're not willing to put the work in, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah, you're right. Because like I said, I got 15 with my 13 married and we still I still get on the nerves because I don't be saying stuff the right way. I'm still trying to (laughs) to say it the right way. Hey, I thought I had that one. I thought I learned that one six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I messed that one up again. So but I get it. I just wanted like. Um you, y'all don't know how much love and respect I have for you two, so I appreciate you that sitting down with us. I know somebody right here couldn't have did it again alone, and I just appreciate. No. it. <laughs> <laughs> right here, get it couldn't get alone, couldn't alone. So, so what's good though? What's what's else down there? That's, what's new? How's the fan?
2: Everybody, everybody cool.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Malachi taller than me. MJ look like a grown woman. Hey, that that's not hard. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, just hey, nothing changed. I told you, like when we was in school, I'm six five. Y'all just ain't seen me. <laughs> <laughs> it. Ain't hard to be taller than you, Dad. That. <laughs>
0: that's good. All right. Well, I just saw that my uh, cousin. That's who I was talking about. That had cancer. All right, Smalls. Mm-hmm. I saw you. Your name pop up, man. You can come on and join. Come in the chat.
2: Come on yeah, he's
0: in. Yeah, yeah, I he saw. Him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my that's my big look. He actually six five. You know, six, he's a big dude. He's six mm. five. Always, he's always had my back. Every time I turn the corner, they won't let me. I got I got bodyguards that I don't know. So if I'm in trouble, I turn the corner. I got six five looking over my shoulder. Like you okay? Like where did you come from? Like how <laughs> did <do you> <laughs> people like that? Like where did you come from? I'm good though. I appreciate it. So, hey, I'm also, oh, okay, I'm going to use this because I'm shamelessly going to use you guys for my doctoral degree, okay, shamelessly, <laughs> plugging in let me you know I'm interviewing you for the next couple minutes about my topic because I'm, I'm trying to figure out now how to get more African-American men to college and get them through debt-free, All right? That's, get them there and get them through debt-free, so my, My capstone proposal is going to be based around the gig economy where all this Uber and we got Uber, we got DoorDash, we got Lyft and all that stuff. They can go out here and you can earn money. So why can't some of that profit go to paying tuition for you for that year? So I'm looking into how to combine some of these gig stuff with either the parent can go work or the student can go work. But my company is going to match whatever they do up to fifty percent and pay it off into into their tuition for books and fees or for whatever they need. So
2: I'm just trying to change the mindset, brother. All right, yeah, it's it's changing the mindset. It's, and one you got to realize, man, most of our kids that young males they have a different mindset. You know, we was hungry when we got to school. Mm. We we wanted to get that degree because that was something that some of us in our age group, man, we were first generation college students. Right. So we were hungry to go get it just so that grandma would have something to say that she was proud of. Now it's, they, they got that, mm, it's okay, yeah, I got it. But now they don't wanna put the work in behind it to go. So it's like the mindset is totally different now. Yeah. And I definitely and try to get a different response. Like right now with some of the um, young males around here, it's I want to play. I want to play ball. Or I want to go to the NBA. or I want to go to the NFL. OK, but what's your plan? Mm-hmm. It, they have no plan. They have no rebuttal. They have no work ethic. They just assume that, oh, I'm just going to make it. No, it don't work like that. And so. Definitely don't look like that. In the office, that's he. Oh, I'm gonna be the next Kobe Bryant. Okay, but well, what does that look like? Being disrespectful to your parents. You think Kobe was disrespectful to his parents? So it's like changing the mindset early on to get these kids to understand. And some of them, man, they were brilliant. They could they could have been brilliant athletes in in high school, but they were uncoachable. Mm. Got one kid that was he's serving. I Think he probably about. Years ago, stand in Davie County got convicted of murder a couple years ago. This dude played halftime and still came out the leading score of the Christmas tournament a couple years ago. Still was MVP. That's crazy.
0: But it's, it's, well, hold on, pause that. Let me bring in, let me bring in, we're gonna come back to that. We're gonna bring in uh, Miss Miss Queen because that's Miss Queen got a lot of personality, y'all. So, y'all stay with me. I love her to death she when she gets on when she gets a camera she likes to get it and I love her so we're gonna bring her on so she can tell us what's going on linda are you there Is
2: she driving
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh. yeah we might yeah we' gonna see if she if she connects back we'll see and then we'll pull her back in will pull it back in in a second. My brother keep calling me like he don't know I do a show. At <laughs> he not call me on the cell phone. He called me on Facebook. I hope he okay, but he should be here. Came through. Was that uh Oh, that was my my best friend. Nate asked about trade school. Nate, we gonna work on trade schools too, but we gonna first we gonna try to get him to the to the degree degree. But that's just what I'm focusing on. But I think trade school is important, of course, because we can't do it without. You master uh, building engineers or you master electrician, and I'm still mad. I y'all don't have no student loan that I do, so I would not forget about trade school. So it's, it's it did Belinda call back in? She's still stuck. Let's see. All right, all right, there you go. Hey, Belinda, how are you? I'm good. I'm having the
3: hardest time I'm trying to connect you guys.
0: That's that's okay. We here. Well you not here right now, you just froze. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
3: see.
0: A phone. Let's see. We we'll see if we can get her back in a second. All right. She is having a hard time, but I'll bring her back on in a second. Hey Belinda, you there? Can you hear me? She yeah, I've, yeah, I've been having a hard time, because I think I'm having a
3: bad connection trying to get in. So
0: how how are you? i am good i am good i know you're on your way to an event so you know i just wanted you to talk about it a little bit okay so yeah so i'm actually on the way to a a rally to get out oh she dropped that time so okay we definitely gonna bring her back hopefully when she get there she'll have a better connection so Oh, no, I forgot what it, that. Now back to the guy with jail. So, but but even in that process, right before, because what I'm finding now when we talking to all these black men in different businesses and stuff like that, that the early exposure to a different path can can help with that. But if they don't want a different path, it's kind of hard to try to steer a young black male somewhat different. Like you ain't if he's saying I'm going to the NBA and he thinks the NBA is going, regardless yeah. if he's working hard or not, that's that's the route he's gonna go. He's gonna go hard at it.
2: Right. So just I think a lot of our kids they're they're failed in the education system. Whereas when I was in the school system, we had one particular coach that he during that season he's all in checking on grades and, and all of that but once that last game of the season turned in and equipment and things were turned in he never checked on the kids no more so yeah,
0: yeah for what they ain't doing, doing no-
2: to him I'm like these kids are still football players it's just not their season what are you doing to help build their craft are you still checking in with their teachers to make sure that their grades are up so that when it's time for spring ball that they're eligible but they didn't have that like parents are not keen enough to confront coaches to say, what are you doing to help my my child stay relevant and they don't do it. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's, just, it's just a different mindset. It's hard. Like, okay. Parenting Parents nowadays, man, they want to be their friend. You know, man, you know, your grandma and your mama were not trying to be your friend. Oh nah, I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: let's try bring in Belinda again one more time. Hey, hey, you look better right now. I was like, oh yeah, you steady right now? How are you?
3: I'm in a school. But I'm a lot. Like- <laughs>
0: okay, all right, when well, you close, as long as you steady, that's good with me. So listen, everybody, to come on the show. Tell them how you know we we'll Say something nice, and then we're gonna go so you can get back to where you're going.
3: Okay, so I know you asked remember the Senate Committee. I asked him about the Democratic Senate Committee for years. Out
0: there
3: and get the Democrats out to the polls to get you guys out the vote. More importantly now, you guys, it is so important that everybody get out the vote. Your vote does count. I'm actually on the school board now. I'm the school board representative, and I'm sitting in front of one of my schools in District 6. But it's so important that we get out the vote, you guys, because it's our children's lives depend on it, the next generation, to make sure that they not only get a quality education, but they get a fair education. So, you know, I just came from a rally, the get-out-the-vote rally, the Delegate Bonds have going on right now in Suitland. So if you're up here on Suitland Road, you're right soon as you turn on Silver Road, he's giving out free fish, you guys. From six to eight. You can pull up, drive up, and you can get free fish. It's to encourage our voters, get out and vote. It is so important that you guys get the vote out today. Um, you know, you can vote today, you can vote tomorrow, you can vote Sunday, then November 3rd, though, and drag all souls to the you know, our senator always be, um grab Lottie Dottie and everybody. <laughs> everybody we need to get out and show that we need to get rid of what's in that white house because it is not a good reputation for our children for our future and as i was listening to you talking about all the athletes it is so sad to hear how a lot of our our, our artists have been actually supporting trump i am so disappointed because these kids looked up to them to role models. But I think it's a good thing because they realize they're not role models because they're saying some dumb things and making dumb decisions. So, you know, this is for the next generation, for our kids. You guys, get out the boat. Let's make a difference. Let's show that our children, their future matter. You know, a lot of people died for us to be able to vote. They gave up their life. They sacrificed. They did a lot of walking. They did a lot of marching. And we need to do the same. We need to march our souls to the polls because it's your one vote that can rock the boat and get Trump out that White House. So that's what I'm telling you guys. Get out and vote because your life depends on it.
0: As always, you did a wonderful job. Thanks for pulling over for me. I needed (laughs) you today. I love you. I'll see you soon. I'm not going to come to Gumby Fish because I got something to do. But I'm sure I'll see you out of the pole somewhere.
3: Okay, I'm on my way to District 3 and 8 Police Station. They're giving out candy. as a drive-by or treat for the kids you got. If you have kids at home, come on. Let them get out the house. Put them in the car. Let them drive by and get some of that free candy.
0: <laughs> free candy. All right. Thank okay, you. Be safe, and I'll talk to you soon.
3: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: bye-bye. That's my... Listen, when she... It, I don't care where she at, she got to her... She's Facebook Live and she's on something. She's always giving up energy. She was a ball of energy every time you talk to her. I love that lady. So I'm glad she was baby to hop on. I called her at the last minute, like, oh, I don't had nobody talk about all this stuff that's going on around here. But as as usual, she came through for me. Um, one of my classmates is on on the chat. I can't find my chat button, but it'll pop up. So, Miss Burdine, if you still there, just wanted to say hi. Thanks for joining, as always. I appreciate it. So, what else? Yeah, there she go. I knew she was up there. She always got something to say. I wish I could have had her on today with y'all. She is the funniest person alive. Like, she she keeps us laughing. You know that one person in school, no matter how serious you know and smart they are, they say some of the funniest things ever that just keep you, keep you calm keep you at at bay so you can keep moving. And in this program, she keeps us that way. So I appreciate that. But y'all, listen, I I, I don't have nothing else for you. Like I'm just here. Like I told you, Friday nights is that in-between time when you're supposed to be driving home from work, and then this time before you get home, that last hour because it's an hour for us because all traffic, I don't care where you go in D.C., it's an hour. It's 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, 45 minutes there, 45 minutes here. So I was like I'm going to take this last middle hour to do what we do.
2: Oh yeah, I don't, I, I don't like your traffic and oh, I don't yeah. like
0: Atlanta traffic. <laughs> Atlanta traffic worse. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. say Atlanta traffic. It's is Atlanta that is New York. Oh yeah. I would never drive to New York. Never.
0: I tried that. I tried that last uh last summer, last spring.
2: Trip. I
0: will tell you, I'll, I'll tell y'all the story when we at homecoming about my New York driving experience that I thought oh I Lord. killed, and my whole <laughs> I, I thought my whole family was was gone. But I can't do that live, so we can't mm. can't talk. Right. About it. But I just thought it was over, so never again. When I decide to drive in New York City, wow. no, never again. I tried it last summer for the second time when because Felicia's from uh, Brooklyn. When we go home, I go to Brooklyn, but downtown. Not doing that ever again. I oh, know. Yeah, it's it's they they crazy. I almost hit a bike, like because he cut me off. Like, what is he doing? She was like, he he riding a bike. Like, he need to get out the street or something. Like, he
2: like, <laughs> got a car. He don't have a car.
0: What is he doing? So,
2: yeah, the mail carriers
0: they get it in. Yeah, they be getting into food delivery guys. They be moving like they got cars. Like, and you and yeah, get- and, and looked at me like if I he dared me to hit him with my car i'm i oh, I, I wasn't trying to hit you, but you are in the way. Like you kind of. You
2: know treat people on bikes and pedestrians in DC like speed bumps. I don't know what you're talking about. We can bring the twins on. We can bring the twins on. You know, the you know they'll verify. I,
0: I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I, we got speed. We got we got lanes for bikes. They don't have lanes for bikes at the same. Like I don't know. Stay in your lane. Treat you like a car. If you don't stay in your lane, if your car come out your lane, do you get hit?
2: Yeah, you got a
0: point. Stay in your lane. Hey. So hey.
2: whatever you gotta do to try to fix it, but I got you. I understand.
0: I, not me. I don't know something. I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. So so listen, my son, my my skeet is 24 years old, by the way, Thad. You're old. Kiki, you're old four years old okay proud of him he, he run his own business and he worked for this landscaping company so i need to call him i thought i saw his name pop up somewhere but if not skeet if you're on there make sure you go vote because i know you ain't doing your mail-in ballot because it's at my house and i'm calling you out <laughs> and make sure you get to the polls and make sure you vote all right sir so i'll see you see if you i'll check on you probably later on today make sure you get out there and vote this weekend but it's important, man. I don't know if y'all watched any of the debates, but oh goodness, yeah, that was tough. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> it was hard to sit through, especially yeah, the first.
0: Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, the first one was. Yeah. Who? Yeah, I, I, I think mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch the second one because I think we was in class. I was like, I, I can't do it. And then I went on YouTube the next day and watched the third one. And I was like, okay, I was a little better. Mm-hmm. Whew! Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for somebody being presidential on this, on this panel. Right, right. Yeah. No, that was crazy. So, hold on for one second. Let me type this in the chat.
2: <clears throat> must be a good message he typed. starting Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, it ain't it ain't that good. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder, it's a reminder for you two that I appreciate y'all. Okay, this, but it is what it is. So, so what's, what's going on for uh, we doing anything for the holidays? What's going on for I know I we, we, we're going, to- I know COVID going on.
2: <laughs> no nope. COVID I know. is real.
0: I and listen, I came down you know, for the funeral, you did to, to, to y'all neck of the woods, and I was scared, like, <laughs> right. I was, I was scared. Like, we locked things down up here. It was locked. You can't right. go and walk around what I want. Can't go in the store. You'd be like, I came down there, and I was like, ooh. They're not back? doing they it. This is right. <laughs> I got. I was like, they was like, come out. I was like, I got to go to my room. I, I can't. I can't be playing these games. I got a whole mama in my house that's on oxygen and sick and one lung. Oh, yeah. and I you can't I, do that yeah, I can't be playing in these streets out here. So that that one was different. And my brother, my brother's down that way. Mm-hmm. So when I saw him, and I was like, you being safe? He was like, yeah. I, mean, I got my mask. I got, got my hand sanitizer. got everything I need.
2: So yeah, I you go around with it like, it's ID? <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> <that> new fire. <laughs> right. Right. That's, that's, that's crazy, but that's different. So I just, y'all be safe. I understand it's real down there. Be safe and Numbers are going up,
2: yes. and I was talking.
0: About, yeah. yeah, people ain't really noticing that these numbers are spiking up, which they said it would because it's flu yeah. season, and you know mm-hmm. people don't know what it's going to look like doing flu. And I saw some the death rates in Maryland went up the other day; cases went up. I was talking mm-hmm. to my boss, and she's in some part in Ohio, and she was like, "They had four thousand cases," and I was like, "Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. nine hundred in Maryland," and I know y'all's not the city. It's not as big as ours, so that's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So if y'all listening, man, please protect yourselves. We are not out of the woods yet.
2: No, no, we are not turning no corner like- um.
0: Not just because he said it, I don't mean it's true. What I've been saying the whole time in this pandemic is going on, I've been saying it takes a year for a vaccine. Every vaccine we ever had usually takes a year. So yeah, first case, And really, we had our first cases in January, beginning of February. If the United States are on a fast track like they usually are, we should have something by December. So December, November, like we should be coming up. And I know they're getting close with some stuff, but we should have something workable by by December going into January. That's still my hope. That's still if we go along with science that's been going on in this country, we should get a vaccine
2: by the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get that
0: vaccine, though. I'm going to let them get it. I figured if... I'm not going to be
2: the guinea
0: pig. Yeah. you know That first round, I'll wait a couple. I still ain't got a flu shot. I think I got to go get one. Well, I I was like, I'll wait. And then I'll be like, I'll wait. My doctor tried to trick me. You want to get a flu shot? I was like, uh... COVID, COVID out here. He was like, what that got to do with the flu? I don't know, but I'm not getting it. <laughs> COVID, COVID time. We're
2: not, not going to get that shot. I've never had a flu shot, man. I've never had one. Never. I don't think I'm... I'm not,
0: never bad, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I haven't had it. So <laughs> I don't catch the flu often. And if I do, it's, like every, it's, it's not bad or it's really bad. But I don't... I'm not one of these people out here that's catching the flu every season. So, I just didn't. I take my over-the-counter. I keep it moving. But if you got to get your flu shot, go get your flu shot, please. I'm not saying don't get your flu shot. I don't want nobody to be like, that politician said he, you don't need no flu shot. No, I'm not saying that. Just go get your flu shot. best for
2: you. Yes, it's
0: best for you. And consult your medical professional, please, <laughs> in your flu shot acquisition. But it's cool. I am uh, I'm a, y'all. Y'all know I'm a bowler, so yeah, everybody know I'm a bowler. Yeah, you cheat. I don't cheat, man. What do you mean? I'm too good to cheat.
2: You cheat.
0: cheat. Too good to cheat. Somebody in my bowling community put in the chat. Do I cheat? Let's solve this. Let's see what they say.
2: So you got a fixed ball with that thing in the middle. Twins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody's awarded the same opportunity to buy that ball. So it's not fixed. <laughs> okay. Everybody's awarded the same opportunity. They sell them in all pro shops across the country.
2: That's <laughs> the one you're gonna go with. I got to understand.
0: Hey, so so I'm I'm a little upset with bowling because bowling alleys have changed now. So usually you go to bowling alley, we talk a little junk we play around, we bet a little money, you know, we have a good time. But now that you gotta wear masks, you gotta stay six feet apart. You gotta sit down in your little section. It, it's it's different socially. So I don't know if y'all tried to do anything socially on y'all end. Have you? And is it different? Different? Yes, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. You stay in your
1: group. Of course, you know you can't. There's no mixing and mingling. So yeah, it's it's
0: it's different. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Cause uh even me and Felicia went to Top Golf to just sit down. And at first yeah, Top Golf had the pretty little lounge chairs. You can lounge and sit around cushy. And you know, this time they had barriers up and just some tables with like four or five chairs, stayed on your side or everybody. I was like, how you gonna block off the babies that's already blocked off? But they did a good job with it. And that's that's what uh I don't think we realized. That's gonna change is the way of life for us, our social life right. is yeah. gonna change throughout this process. That's 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 different. That's something I'm gonna have to get used to because you know I like to be amongst my people and have a good time and and not not be in the house and right. I don't know what what this gonna look like when we come out of this space and when that space is gonna come out. Like this might be it, like kids online. We, i'm looking for zoom events to attend like i'm looking for a zoom event like this is crazy like i wonder how they're gonna party in their zoom like it's going to so <laughs> it's not gonna change
3: I don't, uh,
0: I, don't, I don't know how that's how that's gonna work out at all at all mm. but we get it all right, y'all. I'm gonna let y'all go. I'm gonna close it out like I normally close it out. My, I'm, I'm sorry. My wife is looking at me like, "No, you're not. You got questions. you got questions. <laughs> what I'm asking? Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I thought I asked yeah. that question. I didn't get beat up. I'm about to get beat up. I told you this, I, my communication bad sometimes. Like I don't get it. It's a working process. So I did. So okay. So I so I did not. And I apologize. I did not ask this man. Kiki, I was supposed to ask you to give tips to women on how to be supportive and all that good stuff. That's what I was supposed to ask. Because I didn't do that. I asked that on how to be a supportive man, but. You want to ask the question? <laughs> you see, you see, you see what I gotta go through over here. <laughs> she don't, don't want to be on camera. She want to be behind the scenes, and she over here. Yeah, I understand. understand. No, that's not the question. What's the question? <laughs> this the question. That's the question I ask. Can I ask that question? That's the question we going with, Kiki. Okay, what was the question? I don't even know at this point. She's <laughs> a Let me look on the paper again and see what the question is. She's and he said she would give women. That's what I asked her. Jeez. Put the question in regards the question to the awareness. The chat. Now wait a minute. We're gonna tell Felicia put the question in the chat so I can stop getting oh. the question wrong. <laughs> okay, she is clearly. Okay. Oh, okay. That's not what that question says. <laughs> okay. So tips regarding
1: breast cancer awareness. um, Detection. Go get your mammograms. Go get your checkups. Do your self exams. Um, I even have, when I go to appointments, now I'm seeing a lot more of the little handouts to tell you how to do your own exams. The, Early detection is the best thing that saved my life. Um, So get your mammograms, go to your regular checkups, just checkups. And I think because in our community, we don't go to the doctor
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, when we should. So it is important to just do your. That that's key. Your, your self your self exams, your regular checkups, follow up. If some if you go and they say you need to follow up, you need to follow up. It it could it could be life or death. A lot of time and the numbers for African American women, breast cancer is on the rise. When I was diagnosed in seventeen, within a year's time, three it, three or four in the church four other women in the same church with us were also diagnosed mm-hmm. right behind me and that was within it was in less than a year's time so that was five of us in a year well i'll say like a year and a half mm-hmm. five five uh five diagnosis
0: that's crazy well thank you i don't think i have any more questions for you No, no, no questions. (laughs) No no questions for you guys. Thank you for sharing as always. I appreciate you. you. Congratulations on three years. Thanks for being a supportive guy. You are, man. I appreciate y'all always being supportive of everything that I got going on. Thank you for joining. And we are going to do an end of the year show. We're going to do a little segment. You pop in, pop out, just say, hey, so we can do that. So I'm going to have y'all come on back on for a couple minutes just to say, see how we doing for the end of the year show. Let me make it big or something. Sounds good. It. All right. Love y'all. i see y'all soon. Stick around. Don't go nowhere yet to the end of the show. i will at y'all before we end. But I'm going to do the last five minutes. And then we're going to get on out of here. Hey, y'all, it is Friday and it is over for our chat tonight. Make sure you go out and vote. Make sure you go out and vote. Make sure you go out and vote, and if you have not voted, like Linda said, you are doing your ancestors a disjustice. You need to make sure you pull everybody, la de everybody, as our Senator Joanne Benson says in the state of Maryland, everybody, everybody, la de everybody needs to go out and do this. This is one of the most important elections that we will have in our lifetime. To be able to say you was a part of it, you don't want to miss it. I know it's a lot of people who didn't vote in 2016, and I understand that, and I understand why, but we've seen over the last four years what we have camp come up with and what, we going, what we've been dealing with over the last four years. It's actually amazing that some of uh, the marketing tactics that's being used and realize that our president, current president is a marketing genius, so... Just like uh, Nike just do it ads or, you know, Hulu, Sports Live, Donald Trump understands how people react to the things that he puts out and the things that he says, how many times to do it, what's the proper colors. He understands how business works in marketing. Don't be a marketing statistic and fall for some of the tricks that's been going on. That's just my opinion. Your opinion and my total opinion about the how voting works. I don't care who you vote for, honestly. Just go out and participate in the process. If you want things to change, make sure you vote on the down ballot. Make sure you vote for your senators. Make sure you vote for your congressmen. Make sure you vote, make sure you vote for all of the local stuff, especially in two years. All of these things that we saw that's going on for the uh, all these people that's going out to the poll in two years when this local stuff started coming up, and all these other down-ballots things coming up, make sure we had the same excitement. So don't lose that fire that you got right now. Win, lose, or draw. You can make the most uh, sense and the most immediate action in two years when that local election starts coming up for your mayors and your senators and your police chiefs or or your commissioners or whatever, your town administrators or whatever you have in your cities and your town across across the country. So just... Pay attention to that stuff. Start trying to figure out who's running for office now. If you know someone who you think would be good for it, start preparing them to get involved, to start going around, to volunteer, to make sure they know the process, to learn about it so they'll be prepared to run in two years for whatever election that you think they run for. This is my advice for this. Next time y'all see me, we will have either the same president or the new president. I need you guys to join me. Uh, subscribe to my elected elect, my elected official page and on on Facebook on Facebook I need you to follow me on YouTube at, as antoine.brown on YouTube and if you want more information still follow me at ACB bcast.email just a blank email to acb at bcast.email to make sure you uh, get more information and you can follow me and see the things that I'm doing. This is my Friday Night Talks. I am now available on Apple and Spotify. So all the past recordings that we did over the last couple Fridays will be on there, all the things in the future. So if you got a podcast uh, app on your phone, you can look up Friday Night Talks with Antoine Brown and see some of the past things that we got going on. We created this uh, platform to just talk to people that we know. So we can get all the information out as more as possible and have a good time doing it. Just kicking back, talking about some of the issues, talking amongst friends, keeping it light. Because the mental health part of this show, what we haven't talked about in a while, was important. Just to check in on people, your friends, your family, your loved ones, just to make sure they're okay. Because we went through a tough year with uh george floyd and police brutality and black lives matter and pandemic and bad president and we can go on and on and on but make sure that the people you love pick up the phone if you haven't talked to someone in a a while send a text make sure everybody's okay because we have uh an election and we don't know how it's going to go so let's check on them beforehand and let's check on them all afterwards hey i love y'all as always it's been my pleasure to always bring you to Friday Night Talks, and I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you next Friday. Be safe, and we will meet again.